You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Oh, we're Outdoor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long. I'm play with you for the next about 40 minutes or so. Across from me here in Banyan One is the best co-host in all the land, Todd to the top. How are you doing, Todd? Have you tested all the co-hosts? I'm, I'm assuming. A it's a sense. giant assumption. I don't think sense. I could do of better. Of the ones you've worked with. <laughs> All three. All the ones you yeah, wanted. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a standout is what you're Kind saying. of yeah. by default, too. The, the rest just didn't hang out long enough. So you are the yeah. best co-host in all the land. And I wonder what the co-host like. Is there a time frame like I have to have so many minutes during the show to technically be a co-host? That's why I try to talk as much as I can. I think maybe that's... I have to at least hit 50%. No, it's way less than that. It's like 25. Like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to say... Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to do 45 seconds today. Okay, so talk more. This is good. Uh, We have a big uh, packed show this week. We have a weekly happy that I really think you're going to like. Our guest this week is Tara Warren uh, speaking on Rufa, running up for air. It's also climbing up for air. On the docket, full list and some new events coming up as well. In the news, a snow report. uh, Ogden's, there's a death in the family here in the outdoor industry. Uh, The owner, founder of Good Skis died in a plane crash. Uh, news on the show director for Salt Lake, a uh, name you will recognize. Arches National Park needs your input. Unfortunately, there is another trademark issue around the, the word base camp now. Uh, zombie raccoons, Ski Hawaii, there is a ski limit at a certain resort. And uh, National Park Services uh, reviews on Yelp that you're going to love. Give you something worth watching, a Gear 30 segment quote of the week, Outdoor Jukebox. All of this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 348, Rufa, Zombie Raccoons, and Base Jumping. Let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. All right, this week's Weekly Happy, uh, we have two. One of them is, I don't know, Terry, you kids ski or anything? Oh, or? they do. Totally. So this is the cutest. I don't know if you can see this. This kid is just waving. So the parent can control him with the leash, but he's just waving to all the passerbys because he's slow. And it is the cutest thing. The little mittens waving to all the passerbys. Kids on the mountain are where it's at. I love it so much. That is one of the weekly happies, and that's on Reddit. And then this one on, this is uh, when when Wookiees and Troopers live together on the ski hill. And they're, the only thing I'm disappointed is, is I think the Wookiee who's on skis should be on a snowboard, and the Trooper who's on a snowboard should be on skis. Yeah, it should be switched. But living together on the hill, on the mountain. Very yeah, it good. definitely seems the lifestyle would probably be, be a little snowboard. Yeah, a Wookiee, a Wookiee snowboards, right? I think so. I think yeah, so. I think they look so really too. warm, too. Those are good Oh, my gosh, could you choices. imagine? Yeah, you're probably roasting in that. Yeah. Todd, to the top, do you, do you realize the amount of fame you are sitting next to right now? I have a right sense. Yeah, do you have a sense? I mean, I felt it. 
Tara, Tara Warren, on a scale of of uh, no no one knows who you are in Ogden to um, pretty much the mayor. <laughs> Where do you put yourself? Like a zero. A zero. Yes. <laughs> a zero. Okay, so uh, many of you may follow. If you're in the trail running industry uh, activities, you you're, you trail you're trail running yourself. You probably uh, hopefully you're following. What's your Instagram? Run with Tara. Run with Tara. Um, very popular and and very active around here. And so that activity over the years has you've been able to hook up with some great uh, not just sponsors but organizations. And Running Up for Air is one of those organizations. So what is Running Up for Air? Basic overview. Oh goodness! I have the definition. Should we get lost here? Good. So, yeah. No, I might need to use that too. Oh goodness. Um, no, thank you, and thank you guys for having me out here today. That's it's been a real privilege, and it's fun sitting in the camper, um, getting hungry, looking at your little stove oh, here you, too. I'm yeah, we're, we don't have any morning snacks. food. I know. <laughs> so, um, running up for air uh, is a actually it's now called the up for air series mm. and running up for air is a key component of that series and uh, what that is it's basically a collection of, of activities related to endurance athletes where we are uh, our objective is to raise money for cleaner air and the companies that we are <clears throat> the charities that we're working with are actually key players in legislation and in education for um, our communities whether it be in Colorado uh, Montana or in Utah so it's been really exciting being involved and helping out with that arm of it here in the Utah or in the Ogden area yeah so roof how, how many years has up for air been yeah, around? I was gonna ask the same thing yeah yeah so Jared Campbell he is the the brainchild and the, the founder of running up for air for up for air series and this is the ninth year that they'll be running that down in Granger Peak in Salt Lake City and he began this way back then um, just as kind of a um, an opportunity for people to challenge him uh -huh. to see how many laps he could go and grind your peak because um, the Forest Service wouldn't really permit people to go out there and race um, on the west side of Grand Peak so he would make bets with people to see how many laps he could do and ended <laughs> up started raising a lot of money and you know you don't challenge Jared Campbell to uh, you know an event like that and so yeah. he was uh, very humbled with how people would support him and come out and actually run with him and race with him and and through the years it's turned into more of an event where um, it's like timed and and you have food other than in the back of your cars and mm -hmm. uh, yeah so it's become a really exciting thing and so um, that's that's how I got involved basically is running it down there in Salt Lake and realizing that you know we don't need to be driving that's defeating the purpose in cleaning up our air so driving down to salt lake to actually run this oh yeah isn't um, that ironic so there wasn't one in ogden there was not one in ogden so um with his blessing we began one last year in ogden and it was a really really fun experience Wait, last had. year was the first last year was the oh, first wow. okay so sweet. yeah so this will be the second year second year third year in colorado okay um, they run this in it's called staunton rocks which is in pine Colorado mm -hmm. in between a little bit between Boulder and Denver and um, and also it's the first year in Missoula at Mount Sentinel so Very cool. they're gearing up this is turning into well. a thing yeah it's a series look what, look what Jared started he did, he did. <laughs> so it's been so fun just working with all these different guys um, creating and create and making like a, a, a balance in between all of our different races because we each direct our own race 
um, but try to have the same, you know, objective mm -hmm. and feel, but um, making it just something where we're giving back to the community because that's what it's all about. So, yeah, it raises awareness and some of the, I think I had listed, well, some of the sponsors, Patagonia sponsoring this year, the Platinum Sponsor, Rocky mm -hmm. Mountain Power, and Black Diamond are gold sponsors. Um, Malins, which I may have is, heard of a few of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good point. Malins Peak is, um, I don't know, how do you describe Malins? I mean, it's it's become like a, a cult classic here in Ogden. <laughs> um, it's fairly popular now. It's not the, I remember about, oh, 10 or so years ago, I was working at the outdoor program and some kids came in from out of town and they were like, Hey, I need a, I need a place to hike. And, and I suggested the Maylands and I said, but be careful. It's kind of steep. And they said, Oh, we've been up there. So that's not, that's not steep. And I was like, well, hmm. I don't know, but they trained for, I know a guy who trained for Everest by like climbing Maylands. So that's true. It's pretty steep. Um, and it, depending on your physical ability, it can be very steep. Uh, and then there's multiple people that, are, that run it multiple times during the week year round. And then we had a local, gentleman here who hiked it was like every day or something for years mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty cool but not an easy not an easy peak a challenging peak but not super long either so you lap it you lap it and how many times are we lapping because it's over two days well sort of so yeah. basically what an entrant would do um is you sign up for a six a 12 or a 24 hour event okay and then in that time frame you try to get up and down the mountain as many times as you can Okay. So in previous years, um, I guess the goal is, you know, around three or four, if you're kind of really pushing for it. Um, Maylands is from 29th Street Trailhead, which is where the race starts, where the, kind of the, the bulk of everything is, the, you know, the, the party starts there. You touch the asphalt to count. <laughs> yes. You have to come all the way down, touch you the do. road. You touch then, the road. Okay. Yeah. And um, so then it's about three miles to the peak. I'm um, just kind of on the, on the route we take you, you know, there's a couple little different squirrely ways to mm -hmm. get up to the Taylor Canyon. So we take you along the route to get up to the top. Then there's an aid station at the top with just some basic essentials and some people cheering you on. And then you turn around and come all the way back down. So that's one. And that's mm -hmm. about, it's around 2,300 feet in vertical climbing, um, about six miles round trip, depending on, you know, if you stop, take some pictures and right. do a little turn. What's the whatnot. average? So, time i guess for for a lap um the average time of course you know totally varies depends. yeah so i would say on a nice just i'm gonna hike and shuffle if you're looking around between an hour and a half two hours something like that okay. so getting up and down that three times is pretty doable in a six hour race right that's easy um if you're racing to like win the whole enchilada yeah. <laughs> you might be doing hour hour 15 laps okay so, so last year what was the record last year oh goodness um i think there was someone who got five i think five the winner I think, I think mike ambrose got five what's what's your goal brandon it's yeah, one gonna do one yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty one and a half yeah yeah i can do one and a half i feel pretty bit. good about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, what and a half. Okay, so can anyone enter, or how is it structured? Absolutely. Okay. So the the beauty of it is that, despite just some of the you know menial funds that we need to like pay for food and like mm -hmm. rent bathrooms and things like that, all of the money goes straight back into our charities, which is uh, Breathe Utah and Utah Clean Air. And um, 
that's you know i'm not making anything off of this i'm not you know mm -hmm. getting some new shoes out of this or anything <laughs> like that it all goes back and that's um that's the the main thing and let me state too that you know we're all here breathing the same soup and maybe the inversion hasn't been too obvious this year but we know it's around and it'll kick up eventually and um cleaning up our air isn't necessarily something we're going to do in a year or two years and five years it's definitely something that um we're working on long term it's mm -hmm. it's our children who are going to be suffering through this mm -hmm. it's educating them and educating the people around us on how to take precautions and and start working on the small things it's not going to be like one big fix yeah um and as mountain athletes we're training all year round i mean i have a race in three weeks and all through the winter i'm going up and down the mountains and the only way to get out of inverted air is to go up it's to go up run up and for so, air and to run up for yeah. air and so that's you know that's the main point and to get out of the smog get out of the soup um it's not just a pretty fog that lines the <laughs> the valleys it's it's actually toxic i'm always shocked when uh, local people with drones they fly it up above mm -hmm. and it's like this beautiful bluebird day <laughs> and you would have no idea because you're, if you're below and you're in the smog and it's like gross and you're breathing all the crap, but same. Like yeah. if you, you see people who are coming down from like snow basin or something, you know, mainly last winter and they're taking pictures of shots or bluebird and sunny and they're all happy and sunburned. They, they come back into the, you know, the valley and it's yeah. like death, you know, it's just <laughs> terrible. And it's, right. it stinks. You can smell yeah. this like bacon smell, um, from the inversion. So Ew. back to your question, absolutely anybody can come out and okay. you know i recommend it like there's gonna be so much going on that weekend um come out to the 29th street trailhead it's february 21st and 22nd the 24-hour race starts at 6 p.m on that friday night so you'll have runners shuffling around through the mountains look up toward maylands at night everyone and you'll see all the little headlamps just mm -hmm. kind of cruising around up there it's so cool, cool. Yeah. yep and um, then we have another six-hour event that's also starting that Friday night. So come out and cheer people on. Um, that's the, the beauty of the event is that, you know, no one's earning points or, or big trophies for doing this. It's really making statements with our feet mm -hmm. on the mountains to promote and, and raise money for these charities. Um, the 12-hour race starts that Saturday morning at 6 a.m. And we have two more uh, six-hour races that are on Saturday. So if you are not into hiking, trail running, uh, the climbers play along as well. They do a climb up for air. I think the front hosts that here in Ogden. And then do they do another one in Salt Lake? They do, yeah. Okay. So the, the front in Salt Lake and in, um, in Ogden will both be doing simultaneous KUFAs hmm. or the climbing up for mm -hmm. air. So that'll be on the Sunday. So we'll be wrapped up with Oh, our, so you can do both. You, you can do both. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's actually it. Uh, that was a fan favorite last year. So you, yeah. you run up for air all one day, and then the next day you get cleaned up and you go in and you, you climb, climb up for air. Very and cool. so they have different setups to where it counts per, not a lap, but it's um, each each problem, if I'm saying those climbing terms correctly. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure. so, um, Nailed it. Nailed it, okay. So, um, and that's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. We have a huge climbing community here in Ogden, and they were a big part of the money that we raised last year. We raised... Um, I think well over fifty thousand dollars for oh, wow. our charities last year, and our goal this year is over a hundred k. And I, I think we'll hit that with the help of our huge sponsors, like you've mentioned, Patagonia, um, Rocky Mountain Power, Black Diamond. Um, I may be the first to announce here today two more sponsors that nice. 
are coming on. Uh, we have Sunto and also Hoka Oneone. Sweet. Um, we're announcing those here this weekend. So we've got some great people lined up. And these are people who aren't necessarily, they're not looking for more marketing. They're not looking for more pats on the back. They're actually just putting their money into these charities directly too so they can um, help with the awareness and uh, you know cleaning up our air. And it's not just a problem here in Utah. It's on the front range in Colorado mm -hmm. and it's in the valleys in Montana. And so there's a need and it's fun as athletes in the wintertime also to making those, I said, like I said earlier, just make those statements with our feet and um, and do something about it. So upforairseries.org has all the information and I'm assuming where you register for the race is right through the website, right? Yep, there's links okay. to each of the series races there on the website. And also if you're interested in volunteering, I would love to have you come out and volunteer. Um, just contact me either through these guys here in the podcast or through our Instagram page, Up For Air Series. Awesome. And we'll get you set up. Um, we'd love to have your help. It's just a really fun time. Do you train mainlands at night? Do you run it at night? Um, I'm more, that's when my husband's usually out okay. at night. Yeah, but um, I'm early morning. So, so I, my grandma lives up on uh, Buchanan. Okay. And when I, if I pick the kids up late or something and I'm driving south, I can see, I'll see headlamps often. It mm -hmm. blows me away at how, I'm like, it is freezing cold out here and dark <laughs> and there's headlamps on mainlands on, yeah, coming down. That's true. Like I was bringing my kids home from basketball last night, just heading up 27th going east and yeah. I saw all these lights just in Taylor Canyon. It was the coolest thing. I actually shot a video of it on my Instagram and oh, that gives me like, chills. It's cool. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, people are just out there and you know, I think, um, last year when we were looking for permits and trying to get that going here in Ogden, there were some real questions. People were really questioning, you know, what in the world we were doing, like mm -hmm. what type of insane event could this be? <laughs> like why in the world would people be why, willingly doing this? Little did they know that people are already out doing this already on their own yeah. um and that's i mean that's kind of one of the questions too it's like well you know i don't know if we really need to pay an entry fee to go run up and down maylands and i and mm. i get it and, that, and i'm the same way actually but what we're looking at here is just the money that we're raising uh going to charity so it's not just mm -hmm. about that it's about um of course the camaraderie when you're running back and forth high-fiving people coming down off the peak and you get to meet all the people who do it you get to meet all the people yeah. who do it and um we'll have some great things on hand there and some fun surprises that we'll be talking about here in the next couple of weeks okay so what's your race here coming up where are you headed oh my race yeah. oh my goodness i'm gonna be running in orcas which is off of the san juan islands uh, in seattle oh wow so yeah. it's so beautiful out there it's pretty yeah todd spent some time worst, out there worst on a boat to spend some time yeah well, that's fantastic. Well, thank you for what you're doing with this race. This well, you're entire welcome. Series. We absolutely love living here, but that is the nature of our geography here. That's true. Is this bowl that was, it, it just probably won't ever change. And so that's the thing. We could have really good seasons and we can make massive changes, but this is something that we'll constantly have to be aware of. Constantly. Even the slightest things like waiting. How how often do we wait for somebody or, or waiting even at the grocery store? We sit in our car with our cars on. You just forget, you know, yeah. just little things like that. And it's all those small changes along the way, which the education and the legislation, which is being so um, is being worked on that hopefully will make an impact. And we we can do that, too, as mountain athletes, especially here in our little town of Ogden. 
Well, I encourage everyone to to give if you're not already Tara a follow on Instagram because uh, talk about inspiring. You're often out there on our trails. If you're looking for places to go, good music to listen to, um, and just great uh, photography. You've gotten pretty skilled over the years with just taking the in motion shots, which is pretty fun to see. So thanks. Yeah, follow Tara on Instagram and then Up for Air on uh, upforair.org. Upforairseries.org up and upforairseries on Instagram. On Instagram. Awesome. Thanks, Tara. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, guys. Yeah, sweet. All right, feel free to stick around or take off. Uh, we'll jump into some on the docket. So uh, this, what's today? What's the 15th? 15th? So this weekend, the 17th through 19th, is uh, Airy Rec Level 1 and 2 courses. If you're into learning more about avalanches and there's a uh, or avalanche awareness, uh, there's someone in town here who we most of us or a lot of us know who lost someone in her family. It was very sad in a snowmobiling accident in Montana. Listen, get your level one and two training if you can through the Weber State Outdoor Program. That is this weekend. Also, Gear 30 is hosting a ladies' night with Rocksmith Goods on the 23rd. That's an evening of fun. Come hang out. So the idea there was to just grab all the groups who uh, who like to cater to the ladies and put them under one roof at Gear 30 from 6 to 8 p.m. There's also some jewelry making with Rocksmith and uh yeah have a, have a fun time with that oh yeah i should probably grab a picture too do one of these things here take a picture it's time out for a be focused and that's great thank you for remembering Perfect. well oh we're gosh. really good about remembering that after the fact yeah after <sighs> do one more with the light there hopefully that works Perfect. These are these seats are designed for really perfect posture. Yeah, they're they're yeah. They're, this one's shorter than that one. That one's a little deeper, and so you need those pillows behind <laughs> your back. Yeah, I do. yeah for otherwise it's kind of weird. Uh, snow foam is coming up. Twenty twenty. Amy Helm at the Monarch here. Also Avalanche. Oh, that's on the twenty fourth. Avalanche Awareness Lecture Series at B Street. Uh, that's on the twenty third. They're doing another Beaker Refreshing Refresher course. Up at Snow Basin on the 25th, there is a, this is new, new on the docket, a family snowshoe event. This is brought to you by the Goal Foundation. The place is to be determined, so you have to go to the Facebook page, and but they're providing like food, all the snowshoes, everything. So go to the family snowshoe event on Facebook. We'll link it and uh, try snowshoeing for the first time if you haven't. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. Striders Winter Racing Circuit, also new to on the docket, kicks off here um oh i put one eight it's two eight february eight is the 5k uh meet at the ice sheet starts at 8 a.m got to pre-register for that well actually no you can register the day morning of if you want but uh why not pre-register pick up your packet and do it early um moonlight glide at ogden nordic on the eighth also and then the second edition of the annual grom fest at powder mountain is also on the eighth uh, your kids in that? They are. That, yeah. I'll be out of town. So the first so one, yeah. Thanks, Bryce. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking them up there. Yeah. Nice. No, that looks awesome. Yeah, it's a good time. They have a little course up there. and Do they do like a solemn too? Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they did. A, I think I saw a solemn and then the little mini park. Thing. Mini park and Lucky Slice. Yeah. You can't beat. That's a good day. Very that's a good, good reminder that most of these kids are better skiers than you are. <laughs> oh for sure than me yeah, yeah. and they have no fears they'll just get no. up there and do whatever and they don't care if they and they wave to everyone they wave to everybody <laughs> yeah it's pretty great Banff Mountain Film Festival in town February 14th through the 16th and then of course the uh, running up for air is uh, the 21st through the 22nd right here in town Maylands Peak at the base of 29th Street get signed up sign up for that 
the 29th is the 10K. 29th of February is the 10K for the Striders Winter Race Circuit and the 10 Milers on March 21st. These always come fast. It's like we start the new year and then all of a sudden we're training for a marathon. Um, Ogden Marathon coming up. Yeah, Cong- is- oh, congrats. Oh, me. Thanks. Yeah, maybe now I have to because you just talked me <laughs> yeah. into it and I wasn't. But yeah, every year the, the Striders Winter Race Circuit kicks off and it just seems to come faster and faster every year. And then on the radar, on the radar, uh, nothing new really on the radar. The Ogden Climbing Festival is in April, April 10th through 11th. And the El Dose 12-hour mountain bike race. So not happening this year is the Fat Tire bike race. Um, apparently the sponsor, well, the, the race organizer, for whatever reason, couldn't do the race portion. And then the Sweaty Yeti, that's the Sweaty Yeti. So then the Yeti Fest that was... Uh, produced by visit ogden was then given handed over to ogden downtown alliance but because they couldn't do the bike race the major sponsor pulled out and so the verbiage everyone is using that i've heard is uh, the event will be going dark this year so they're hoping to bring it back next year but not happening this year this is what we're going to use from now on if we can't make something dark. happen already. we're just going dark i like that yeah uh, it's a it's positive it's <laughs> In a way, I guess. it's planned. It sounds like it's it was planned. planned yeah, time. yeah. Uh, we're just gonna go dark this year. It's uh, huh. yeah. So there's that. Uh, ski reports. Nordic. No one has any snow in the last 24 hours, but snow is coming, and Nordic Valley is up to like a 16 inch base. Powder Mountain 49. Snow Basin 75. Snow Basin says we received just over three feet in the past cycle. Party isn't over yet. You can expect six to ten inches of new snow, new snow accumulating by tomorrow evening, and that was posted or updated this morning at six. So, although they had three, and I heard yesterday was an unbelievable day uh, up at Snow Basin. So, I've heard that too. Yeah, dang it, I was at work all day. It's always those days that you're not up there. Oh, our, it was amazing. Our, oh, it was, so it was so good. So, oh, you had to work. Oh, oh. that's terrible. Wait a second. Literally the best day ever. <laughs> Literally. The best day. Um, sad day though. Yesterday, uh, if you didn't see it on the news, a little mini plane crash. I just saw that this morning. Yeah, and uh, Dave Good, I believe, was the pilot, um, founder of Ogden-based ski tech company. He was killed in the in the crash. Sixty-four years old, according to KSL, was killed. Uh, yes, Wednesday afternoon after the small plane he piloted crashed into a residential building just south there uh, of the airport in Ogden. David Good was the only occupant on board, so no other injuries were reported in the incident. He was the founder and president of Ogden-based Good Ski Technologies. Um, sad day. Not good. Um, it was good, but it wasn't good. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, he just a real stellar man. I, I only met him a couple times. My husband did a lot of work for him on his mm. home. Um, he has a stonemasonry company and worked with their family years back, and also just random note that Bryce was just in line with him just up at Snow Basin two days ago. Oh, you're just kidding. Just hanging out in line. Just you hanging know, out, just, yeah. You, you just don't even know. No. Anyway, just a real shocker and, oh a, gosh. and a real devastating blow to our little community. And, so. and the outdoor industry as a whole, which isn't good. Uh, and I don't, I, uh, another friend of mine whose wife is uh, a local, local pilot, you know, and was, she posted something like, I'm okay, it wasn't me, but this has got to stop. And then I saw another article about Utah having the most crashes from 2017 to 2020 is like s- small airplane crashes in the nation for s- oh, some reason. That's a terrible stat. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. You don't, we don't want to be known for that. No. So they're doing a what's the organization? Is it's not TSA? It's it's somebody. I don't know, but they're doing like a research into okay, what's going on here in, in Utah? Are all the practices being followed? What's going on? So hopefully yeah. we can prevent mo- anything uh, in the future that's like that. There's a new name, a new director of the of the Big Gear Show. It's going to be happening in Salt Lake City. Uh, you may recognize. Is that what they're calling it? The, the big, gear. the big gear. It's, yeah. it's not a good name. It's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> the big gear show. You got to do, bro. You going? <laughs> it's going to the big gear show. Kenji. So Kenji used to be the director of the outdoor retailer show, and it was in Salt Lake. And I would say his last name, but I feel really bad. I've met Kenji. He's the nicest guy. I have no idea how to say his last name. It's like Haro, Haro Tunian or something. Uh, but everybody just knows him as as Kenji. He has been plucked picked to be the the new big show the big show show director which is cool because he has local ties and he's been involved here in utah so hopefully it's probably going to be a really good show and might put uh the outdoor retailer show on alert as far as we'll see what happens i don't know maybe they had two different agendas but so far it looked it, i would much rather just go to salt lake than go to colorado but we'll we'll see how that runs uh, the public insight is sought for campground trails in San Juan County and bike use on Arches Pathway, which I have more on Arches in just a minute. <laughs> okay, it's Yelp reviewers um, on Arches. So if you have thoughts on how these national parks should be used and the use like bikes, should we allow bikes on pathways and Arches? If you're down there often, they are looking for public comment at this time. The BLM wants to know what you think, and so does the National Park Service. So you can go to the National Park page and give them feedback now. We have another dust-up as far as trademarking the word base camp. Uh, there is a silver lining on this, though. So Volkswagen is trying to b- trademark the word base camp. and You cannot use it unless it's er- anything other than a package for your car. So they are, they have a new car coming out and it's the VW base camp. Um, but the trademark only the one that the way they filed it is that it only covers, um, Volkswagen cars. like basic, basically like if you're another car company, you can't say that your package is a base camp package, but in the outdoor industry, anyone who has it in their name and there's a link here, base camp, outdoor gear in Las Vegas, which have you been there, Todd? I don't think so. Uh, the Base Camp in Montana, Base Camp Hotels, Base Camp Sleeping Bag by Sea to Summit, Backpackers Base Camp, all of those would be fine because it doesn't affect. The, they just they just applied for the name rights, naming rights as far as a automobile package goes I think or it's whatever. Such a good name yeah. for a car. It's a great name, and it's is it like a, is it like a new car that's coming new, out? Or? Yeah, new car. Uh, let's see if there's. The Atlas Base Camp Concept, a rugged touring machine for all types of adventure, debuted at the 2019 New York International Auto Show, demonstrating how it can be a mountain biker's dream car. That's a good-looking vehicle. I'll right? Look that up. Yeah. kind of looks like the, uh, whatever, the Touring. It, it does look a lot like the Touring. It's Does VW you know, have anything Atlas. like that right now? Yeah, the Touring kind of. And the, or, or do they have the Atlas, but it's... It's a version of it. Oh, like an addition. Mm-hmm. So this is like a base camp addition. Right. You could right. drive Atlas. that into base camp. Yeah. You absolutely could. <laughs> you could. Yeah. You sleep on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> could. Yep. It's got solar panels. Is that? No, that's not a solar panel. That might be one of those. It could be. Racks. You could probably you throw could. one on top. Yeah. I should tell them. 
Provo. Right, so we're safe. We're safe. We can still throw that word around. Yeah, you can still use base camp. It's fine. Watch out if you're in Provo, though. Zombie raccoons are taking over. There's been a warning from the police. The police, uh, according to KSL, the Provo Police Department is warning everyone to stay away from zombie raccoons. This is a real thing. They the zombie are, uh, part may not be, but the infected part is. The, in, the infected part is. Do you remember uh, this uh, from this scene here? A little elf. Oh, yes, from yeah, elf. Yeah. yeah. Tries and to give the a raccoon hug. doesn't. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's a reality of a record. That's, that's, that's a zombie elf. Yeah, oh, aren't you a cute a little guy? Yeah, that's really. It's not a zombie elf. Zombie raccoon. Good memories. Uh, so there, there's a bunch of raccoons that have a. They're not. What's the one that like dogs get? Rabies. rabies. It's not rabies. It's dis, It's like a distemper. So their eyes are gooey and they can't see and they're running around running into garbage upset and they're like zombie like raccoons down in Provo. Uh, They will they will attack. But that's if they can see you. They can't really see you. So stay away from the zombie (laughs) (laughs) zombie raccoons. raccoons. In Provo, I don't know what caused it, or it's a, th- but it's a thing right now. Maybe you want to speculate? Or so, yeah, we could, garbage. <laughs> they might have been bit by the wrong vampire. I'm not sure okay. what's going on there, but uh, yeah. Uh, ski Hawaii. Winter storms dumped one to two feet of snow in Hawaii, and there's more on the way. Where do you ski in Hawaii? What's the name of the resort? It's on oh, the Big Island. Go. There's a volcano. Oh. Yeah. Manu, Ma, Mawa, Mawana? That's not right. Mm-hmm. Mauna. Mauna Kaye. I think you nailed it. Mawakai. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. On the Big Island. Yeah. Okay. Snow. Yeah. Ski Hawaii. No, that's one of those locations. You can start at the top and work your way down to like surf and also just that's so ski cool. in the same day. Oh, wow. There is a mountain in the United States besides Powder Mountain that has decided to limit the number of skiers on the hill and they are going to the extreme in other words, because there's lack of cell phone usage up there because the, the they don't get the service, uh, so people were finding out too late that it's like, hey, we've sold out the mountain. This Crystal Mountain in, I believe, Washington is limiting on weekends and holidays. They will not have uh, sales at the resort. You have to buy in advance. And I actually really like this idea. So if you go... On weekends and holidays, you don't have a pass, and you didn't buy, you didn't pick it up online before. There's nobody. The ticket booths are closed. Can't get, can't buy anything day of. You got to buy it before you go up, so they know how many people are going to be on the mountain, and they can make those limits prior to everyone leaving their house. Which is, I think that that would be cool. tough in Utah, though. There's a lot of last minute people here. There's, yeah, I mean, you you just decide within about ten minutes. Well, you're buy a pass. Like by a season oh, I mean, yeah, and then you're good ideal. but yeah but the people come in from and it is hard here because like we get people who go to stay at park city come in from out of town come from new york and chicago florida whatever and they're they're in deer valley and then they're like you know what i want to go ski base in a day so they just decide let's go ski base in one day in the and that happens all the time popular activities and massive population growth you're gonna run into these things what do you do i don't know this is one way well, uh, did you know Delicate Arch looks like it might fall over and it doesn't look anything like the license plate? It says, Yelp. <laughs> Reviewer. 
Lisa V. It doesn't look anything. Doesn't like look the anything plate. like the license plate. I'm very so. These are one star reviews. Oh no. Of our national parks, uh, Lisa doesn't like arches. Uh, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park paid twenty dollars to get in. Didn't even get to touch lava. The trails are cool though, except that ten mile hike to a steam vent. Forget that. Sammy one star on Yelp. Grand Canyon National Park. The reason I give Grand Canyon National Park only one star as a national park is that pretty much all the really awesome things you could possibly do in the Grand Canyon are basically off limits for a day tripper. I just don't understand why they won't build a road, airway, tramway, escalator, or something that gives us access to the canyon's depths. Escalator. (laughs) Escalator to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Uh, Yellowstone. This one's my favorite. The one thing that makes this place different from all the other parks is the geysers. I was extremely underwhelmed. They look so much better in the pictures. If you want a similar look, just boil a pot of water at home. <laughs> are these Yelp reviews are these of real? national parks? These are these are real. Like, these, these are, are real. Yeah, you know, some of them might just be trying to get a rise out of trying to be funny. Um, although, did, have you ever been to the Gateway National Gateway Arch National Park? I don't know. You know, the big giant gate, like the, the gateway St. arch, St. Louis, oh, yeah, Missouri. Yeah. I um, this guy says, boring. This thing's ugly as sin. Looks like a half McDonald's logo or a giant urinal. Going to the top of the arch is the worst. Nothing to see other than the St. Louis ugly skyline, which really looks like a generic skyline out of some cheap 80s indie movie. Why are we pulling? What's 80s indie movie got to do with it? I don't know. Yeah. So if you want, I'll, we'll post this. It's pretty funny. You know what these things sound like? Bad reviews on conversations with my twelve-year-old's friends. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, they have similar comments, yeah. like how the memes and whatnot. That's so the thing. Like, yeah, it's the TikTok and it's the kind of sarcasm. Yeah, totally what this sounds like. That and that could be a large part of it. They're not actually one-star reviews because what do you really? Some people really are disappointed, but they're usually not as eloquent or as funny as <laughs> no. humorous. You know. Right. Right. Uh, give you something worth watching. Our friends at Kavu, they released a new film January 10th. It's called Line of Sight. Don't watch it. Don't. It is, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. It's a uh, look into wingsuit wing base jumping. Uh, it's up on YouTube. Oh, it just computer started spinning. But uh, these are definitely the best wingsuiters in the world. In the world, and if you want, if you are a fan of heights. A fan of looking like you might die before you you pull the plug. What do you call the thing you pull before your parachute, the cord before your parachute pops out? Yeah, I mean, these guys are nuts. The views are amazing. They get way too close to the mountainside uh, for my liking. The things that they can do on these base suits or wingsuits are unbelievable. So perfect little church in the vineyard. It's free. It's up there at... Uh, YouTube. It's beautiful. Line of it sight. is a beautiful video. Also worth, oh no, that was it. That's all I had. Gear 30 segment. Go to gear30.com. Use promo code OA at checkout. For all of you who do not know, that saves you 12% on your purchase. You can do that online and then just pick like, choose pickup in store, which is pretty cool. Uh, right now we have base layers on sale, 15% off online and in store. And the, so hot, so hot. Uh, Rab, new from Rab, which is a brand we absolutely love here uh, in Ogden and uh, Gear 30. Um, they're coming out with a new ski collection. So I'll go see it in, I'll go see it at OR at the end of the month. I'm a little nervous because I love Rab and I love that they stick to their mountain roots. 
Um, there's I don't see a lot of people skiing Scotland, ski Scotland. I don't know like if that's a thing or where they're from, but they do have a new. They do every time they do something, they do it right. So I'm I'm, I'm excited, but a little nervous. Uh, they do have a ski collection coming out. If you're a fan of the Rab brand, maybe you can ski in their apparel, snowboard in their apparel next year, which is kind of cool. So that's exciting. Yeah. Also, if you do not know, Gear Thirty has a daily gear podcast. Yes, every day you can go to uh, Podbean or uh, iTunes and just search Gear Thirty, and you can find it there. I think that's all I have. Todd, are you up to 40%? Oh, definitely. I mean, at least. At least? Just my breathing alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Quote of the week. When I look into the future, it's so bright. It burns my eyes. Who said that? I have no idea. I mean, it's so bright. Like, it's such a bright future. It's burning right now. Oprah Winfrey, which is an odd quote from Oprah. Yeah. Uh, When I look into the future, it's so bright, it burns my eyes. Thank you, Oprah Winfrey. Thank you to... Banyan one for powering today's 300 and what are we up to 48 348 48. yeah episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show look for us on Facebook Instagram iTunes Spotify the Banyan Collective.com uh, chat with us on Twitter at Ogden Adventure or at Banyan Podcast sifting through hours of crappy music so that you don't have to or just taking a, uh, a friend of mine posted this song on Facebook this morning and I thought you know what that's a really good song and now I'm really into social distortion so Angel's Wings which I wasn't as familiar with but a fantastic tune from Social Distortion leave you with some Angel's Wings John Muir would say the mountains are calling and we must go let's go see you out there Yeah.